This is a test of the Bounty Park Alert System. Hello, welcome to the Latix Football Phoning with me, Matt Dean. And me, Dave Bradley. Dave, he's quite upset because we're wearing matching shirts tonight. Yeah, Matt didn't get the memo, um, so yeah. I think to Slumberland trumps Torex, though. Yeah, are we are we getting sound through? <laughs> I believe so. Can you hear anything? Yeah. You might because you've turned mine down there. No, 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 it's, right. your, it's your headphones, turn your headphones up. They are up. Oh, God. That's better. Right, okay. See. Think... <laughs> are you doubting my... my... Knowledge of headphones, <laughs> you'd be right to. So, yeah, we've got another busy week. Um, busy phone in, another, in. another defeat to talk about. Yeah, four straight defeats. <laughs> Oops, yeah, it's not good, is it? No, it's not gone very well, has it? Not really. Corrie's uh, in and Whitehall in the house. Uh, did Whitehall wear this shirt? Don't know. Well, just saying. Oh, it's Garnet, actually. Look there. Oh, Garnet. yeah, match-worn, as match always. Match-worn. And what's yours? Uh, replica. Dean. Ronnie Replica. Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have a name on the back of your shirt, Dean? No. Did you? No, never. Mm. I can think of a few that might go on there. <laughs> it's a family show, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Right, so if people, we've got people waiting, um, but if you, if you want to call and you don't know how, this is how. The Lattice Football Phoning is live every Wednesday between half eight and half nine. If you want to join the conversation, then you need to join us on our StreamYard link, which looks something like this. You'll find the StreamYard link in our pin post on Facebook, Twitter, and in the comments section on YouTube. So if you want to join the debate, that's how you do it. Yeah, so there we go. If you want to phone in, we have got callers waiting, but yeah, click the link in the comments on... Um YouTube and Facebook. We've just—you don't need to tell them. We've just—that's right. that, what that video was for. It's just told just them. Trying to just need, no, get it moving. Get you the call need... right. Anyway, right, let's have a call. Yeah, let's do it. Listen to you. Right. Our. Oh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Let's have Patrick in. Yeah. Hello, Patrick. Paddy, you... nice shirt, mate. Is it match warm? Uh, no, it's not. Right, no. cut him off. I was joking. You're all right, mate. I'm good. Are you? Could be better. Four straight defeats. What? Paddy, you got married recently, didn't you? I did, yeah. Not spoke yeah. to you since, so congratulations on that. Look. Oh, commiserations. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you're a grown man. You made you made your decision there, by, presumably because you wanted to. Yeah. So I congratulations. Missed victory under Dave Unsworth as well. Hey. Say again? I missed our only victory under David Unsworth to do so. Uh, well, <laughs> hopefully not our only victory under David Unsworth. So far. Hopefully there'll so be a few far. more yeah. along the line. Yeah, fingers crossed. So... What's going wrong, Paddy? Come on. Latics mind leaderboard, current leader. You People's know, what, champion. What's going wrong? No, it's Gary Neville. What's, what's going wrong? An absolute farce on Saturday from start to finish. I, I'm, I'm willing to cut him a little bit of slack, but it's wearing pretty thin already. He's, it, I mean, the game itself. I, I mean, his comments, I didn't even think we played well first half, to be honest. And I'm... You know, I'm a bit perplexed at that. Second half, we were an absolute shambles. An absolute shambles. We played against the team with Laurie Walker in net and still didn't manage to trouble the goal scorers. 
<laughs> well, yeah, to be fair, I, I thought when he said they played well in the first half, I was a bit like, mm, not not really. Um, I mean, I weren't I... convinced of that at all. I thought the first five minutes, Kitchen looked quite well on the overlap. And we got two good crosses in, and that was about it for me. That was it, uh, yeah. It was nothing special. No, no. Yeah, it, well, there were there were some there were some like half positive comments. I think probably more in on Twitter and stuff. Probably more in so fact, you know, related to how badly we had been playing. I think maybe maybe it was a slight improvement as opposed to us actually playing well. So uh, we're but, only crap instead of absolutely crap. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. It's 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 just relative, <laughs> relatively speaking. It and then, but I mean, we've just got no, we've got no. We don't look like we're going to score, do we? The last no. four games, it's not just that we've lost four games. It's it's eight one on aggregate. That's yeah. really worrying. I mean, I I'm no Fondock fan, and I know you know this, Dave, but I don't really get the logic of taking out a striker that had scored five goals in in eight matches. Yeah, um, it doesn't really make too much sense. Um, but I mean, I think I think with it with him missing that sitter at Halifax, and maybe he needed a bit of rest time. Someone said he'd taken a knock in the Halifax game. That's why he didn't start at Wrexham. I think it's all come from Wrexham where he didn't play that new formation and he didn't have but he said he didn't have the players. He signed Peter Clark. The defence looks a bit more organised with Hogan and Clark in there. I think so. I thought it did compared to Maynard and Sheeran at the back. I think it, I think they knew what they were doing, but when Hogan was there, we were seventy three years old between them, so we're instinctively going to be defending so deep, mm. which does invite pressure on us. I mean, and, and Hogan should be fined two weeks' wages for that goal on Saturday. It was shocking, wasn't it? He got Sim Milk turned quicker. He yeah. got spun, and it was. Just, I think that might be just match sharpness because you've got to remember he's only played sixty minutes in the last ten weeks. Sixty minutes or not, it shouldn't be happening there. He's playing. No. He's playing in the league game there, so that shouldn't be happening to him whether he's played sixty minutes or six hundred minutes. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think again, it it was we were trying to push on for that. For the goal, and then the second goal was just a comedy of errors, wasn't it? A piss weak header for, from Sheeran, and then no. it, it it was just a comedy of errors again. These goals are just are easily coached out of the game, aren't they? If they yeah. if they coach properly, but again, I think I mean, it's just the, the look. To Dan Gardner for the second, didn't he? I oh. mean, he should probably never wear the shirt again after Saturday. And I am a big yeah. Gardner fan, to be honest, but that was probably the worst sub cameo appearance I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean that that's that that goes top of a pretty poor list. There was one incident where he had a free kick, didn't beat the first man, got the ball back, put in an even worse cross, yeah. allowed the Barnet player to run sixty yards, and then I think it was him and Sheeran then brought him down between them, and that just summed everything up. Absolutely. Right. What did you think of Maynard in the defensive midfielder role? Shy. Uh, rubbish. Sorry, rubbish. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, I, I didn't think it was that. I think it was his more preferred position than central defence. I thought he had a, a better game than he did against Wrexham. Um, but Sheeran at right back, Tollett was poor. He, he was causing trouble no end at that when we were defending the Rochdale Road and when he tried passing it back to Sheeran in the, mm. the corner flag. What was that mm. about? He, he, I thought he was just running to... It, it, it was just like, we're just going to give Barnett as much chance as we can. It was like... Yeah. If someone had said that Tollett had taken a bung for that game for trying to cause a a, a mistake for the Barnet to score, I, money, 
I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been shocked by that with some of the passes that he made. Steady. I know. Yeah, steady. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Paddy, the thing is, right? We we know we've got problems. We know we've got problems all over the pitch, right? Mm-hmm. We, we we're not scoring enough goals. Midfield hasn't been strong enough all, all season. Defensively, you know, we're, we're nowhere near solid enough. What what does Underwood do uh, going into a massive game at the weekend? The, all these games are huge now. We're in the bottom four for the first time this season. What what do you think needs to be done? Or what well, can be done with the players that he's got at his, his disposal? I think he's, he has got to be a bit of a back to basics. Really. I'm not I'm not a big advocate of it needs to be 4-4-2 and this and that, but just back to basics, getting players doing what they are capable of. So go with your two up front who are, you know, it's probably going to be Fondop and Abraham probably, isn't it? And just get players playing in their right positions and not not shoehorning players into the team because he wants to play. Like Nathan Schumann should never be at right back. Ever. No. Agreed. Agreed. Who's our who's our best right back? Well, the the worry is that it's probably Jordan Clark, isn't it? But he's um, he's injured as well, isn't he? But I know he's been He's not had a good. He's not had a good season. I'm sure if you asked him, uh, he'd tell you he's not. He's not playing anywhere near his best. But I think this is the issue for me is that we are so unbalanced. Like we, you, it's been highlighted on the back of the program at the weekend how many players there were, and you know, I mean, you know, uh, Andy Yates has like went through and crossed a load of them off, and all that in terms of who you'd keep and all that kind of stuff. But like, even though we've got all those players, it's still we're still lacking in key positions, aren't we? And yeah. that leaves your team very unbalanced, doesn't it? And mm. this is something we've had since the Lemsigans. They, you know, just sort of almost throwing players at the squad without any real thought of the system that's going to be played and who's going to play in those positions and we're still struggling to 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 get the a, a balanced team regardless of whether it's 4-4-2 or 4-3-3 or whatever and that's for me that's the concern mm. because I think you're right like playing players out of position is 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 never going to win your football matches is it I no. just think I think it's just overcomplicating it for the players I think again it's just going back to basics and just playing a formation that all the players know and keeping it simple to up front, try and play out wide, try and do the overlap with the, you know, with the likes of Kitchen. But again, the right back's going to be an issue where we're going to struggle. So you just probably probably go it down the left. But then the swap the thing is for me was when they're swapping Hope and Solid over on the wings. Yeah, that's what I do. I, I play just, those two out wide. It's just again, but I don't think they've got the energy levels. That's the only problem. I just think we there's so much imbalance in the squad. Um mm. I can't see where our next win's coming from in the next four games as well, because I think we're going to struggle the next four games. What about you think, Pad? They're bad, though. Maidstone, aren't they? <laughs> but they beat Scunthorpe, didn't they? And we couldn't beat Scunthorpe at home. Before that, was it 12 they'd not won in before that? Yeah, but Paddy, you know, you've supported Latics long enough to know that going up against any team with records like that is is not a good omen for us. It's actually the opposite, isn't it, usually? Oh, yeah. So are you going on Saturday? I'm not. Do you know what? This is only the second time this season that I've I'm deciding not to go, and it's not because I've I've got anything on. Um, the Bromley Maidenhead doubleheader saw me off. That was yeah. horrendous. <laughs> it's no, it is. It's hard. It's getting to that point where it's the time of year where it's um, coming towards Christmas. It's getting colder. We're playing really badly. We're going to crappy grounds with no roofs on them. You know the allure isn't there, is it? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you don't think twice if you if you're flying up towards the top. Not that not that we'd know, but you know, yeah. if you're flying up towards the top of the league. But at this moment, you just think, you know, you, there's better things to do. The the problem I've got as well with him is you mentioned this on uh, I don't know when you recorded, but I heard it on Monday. Is the losing games and the not winning games? You can 
half take if you can see a plan and you can see what he's trying to do. But I'm just, I just, I can't see it. I always think back to Sheridan in 2006 and we lost the first few games, but we were actually playing pretty well. And you could see that once everything clicked, mm, it was yeah. all going to be all right. And then what ended up clicking was Chris Porter coming back into the team. But at the moment, the performances are worse. And I was a, I was a big advocate of getting rid of Sheridan, but this is, this is worse than than what Sheridan was. Serving. We said on the pod the other week. It, I mean, you know, when you look at it in in the cold light of day, and it's football, it's results business. We've taken a step backwards. Like oh, that's God, yeah. that's 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 just the case. So, listen, Paddy, thanks for getting in touch, mate. We're going to have to uh, we're going to remove you from the from the call now and bring in somebody else. So, thanks for getting in touch, mate. All See the best. Mate. Uh, we'll bring in Graham now because Graham, I believe, last week, was on a bus last week. And, Hello, uh, Graham. Get through. Um, yeah, you know, headphones and apparently they don't work on the internet. <laughs> Even though it's inside the box, we work on the internet. How you doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I appreciate your podcast. Um, I have an autistic son and um, I only started supporting Oldham five years ago because my friend brought me to a game. All right. Right, brilliant. And, um, like I say, I listen to your podcast on the way to the bus every week. It gives me my 30 odd minutes of peace and tranquility before work. <laughs> but um, like I say, I'm from Scotland, so like um, Oldham's my English team and Dumbarton's my Scottish team. But we're in Dumbarton's similar to Oldham, the fact that we had bad management for years. Mm. And um, we dropped down the divisions, and we still don't know who the owners are at Dumbarton. They're, they're, right. they're listed, but they're listed as a company, not as a. So, um, so like, listen, Graham. If you're going to choose like an English team, and you and you already <laughs> support like a struggling Scottish team, what made you support an equal? Like you know, are you just a glutton for punishment, or what? Like, what made you choose yeah. Oldham? Well, the thing was when I came to support Oldham, right? Um, I used to just watch match a day just to, generically. No, no, a team just the thing. And when I came to Oldham, the first thing I did was um, the Oldham fans. They were nice to me, and they, well, our fans sorry welcomed me. And they were really nice and they chatted away and they accepted me even though I came from north of the border. I mean, there was no, there was no um, hostility. It was brilliant because I could see exactly what I see in my team at the Barton and Oldham because were, I felt they were similar in every aspect. The fans, the ground, I mean, the team. When was the last time you went to watch Oldham, mate? What, what was the last game you went we to? We the um, Carlisle um, Oldham game. We were in the Jimmy Frizzle stand and um, the last minute goal from Carlisle. Yeah, it was a painful one, that wasn't it? <laughs> but I've seen this against Halifax and Wrexham on the TV this year. And yeah. what did you think? Why put your hand up for a, 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 a offside play to the whistle? I mean, yeah, yeah, very true. It's just. It's been painful this season, um, and I'm sorry that I don't know how Dumbarton are getting on. But uh, but we only won six last year, so we're top of the league this year. So our managers fixed it. Right. Okay. So you're top of the league. So you, at least you've got one team that you support doing well, and the other team. Top of the bottom league. So we're not top of the top. We're top of the bottom league. Oh, you're still top. You're still top. I'd, I'd, I'd take that at the moment. I'd take being top of the bottom league at the minute, yeah. Yeah, but the thing I want to say, right, I'm in the belief that every manager should have his contract. I don't believe in sacking managers willy-nilly. Mm. For me, Unsworth's got a plan. If he's got a three-year contract, give him the three years, see what happens. If after three years he doesn't succeed, shake his hand and move on. Because you were saying you were saying that your that you uh, your team that Dumbarton have turned it round, so they weren't they were struggling last year, and then something's clicked this year. It, it, it was right. Everybody wanted him out in the summer because um, he only won six games last year. Right. And we went mm. Playoffs, relegation playoffs, right? Right. And got absolutely tanked by the team below four-one. And then we were 2-0 up in the second leg. 
and he took two strikers off and put two defenders on to, to protect the game without realising you can't win just one leg and go through. You have to win both legs. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> he thought if you win the first game and you win the second game, it would go to an extra game but because um, he'd never been in the playoffs, so he buggered us. <laughs> and this is the same manager, is it? Yeah, but he's won, um, he's won 14 out of 16. Right, oh, well, they so they turned it around. Um, yeah, well, presumably, there was, presumably there was fans that wanted to get rid of him after yeah, last season. Now, um, I didn't because, like I say, I'm one of these weird fans that don't believe in sacking managers because who are you going to go to the medical round and pick somebody? Oh, you were rubbish at uh, Rochdale, but we'll have you here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's an interesting theory, uh, but I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in res- results. You know, oh, yeah. speak for themselves. But I get, I get what you're saying. He's now shown that, given the full circle and given the time, yeah. And I think, as Oldham fans, I think a lot of fans would be saying, after four years of firing and firing and shooting and being getting rid of all these managers, that it is about time that you give the longevity and time yeah. to one manager to progress and see what happens. So, yeah, I think you got a valid point there because it it, it will come good. But it's just a case yeah. of um, who was that? Who was patience. our last manager to see his contract out? Can you and Paddy? Paddy will probably know this, but um, or who left of their own accord? Yeah, who 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 finished their contract? Who finished their contract? Who saw it out? Who like is there? Is I can't think. There's probably any. Sheridan. It must have been Sheridan back in the day because he 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 did the playoffs for that one year, did he? After Ronnie Moore, and then he signed another contract. I'm sure he did. Sure he did. I mean, maybe we're not unique in that respect. It's probably something about Oldham. Do I like about our team down there? I like the fact is um, even though we're not winning games, the structure. Like I listened to your um, darn royal um, interview. Yeah. Even though we've not got everything up and running yet, but like um, the structure looks good. Little Wembley, I'm not like I say, I won't lie to you. I know it's your training ground, but I've never seen it. Hmm. There's been nothing to see for a long time, so. If he's going to bring the structure, in, like, it might not be like Premier League players that he's used to playing with. But I mean, me personally, there's one thing that I would change. Right, I'd bring Vanny De Silver, um, Junior Lambert, and um, Harry Vaughan in the team because they're young and they'll run a team without being scared. Yeah, but it's a, it's a fake. I think they probably this is a physical league, and I think there's just a bit of hesitancy from the the manager. But again, it it, it just depends, doesn't it? It's um, it's really difficult, isn't it? And I think the answer to the question about the running out that the last manager to hit the contract was uh, Pete Wilde, wasn't it? According to Paddy, uh, mm. the, the, the font of all yeah. knowledge. He was only on a temporary contract. Well, yeah. temporary contract, but still, one, contract. But still, yeah, but still, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've made some really valid points, Graham, and you know, really thanks for your kind words in relation to um, in relation to listening to our podcast. And it's nice to know that we've got people north of the border who are who are following Oldham. And I'll keep it out for Dumbarton's results for you, mate. I hope you do. I hope, I hope, you, I hope, you, I hope they do well this season. I can see he's coming good, honestly. I mean, we need two wins to start us going. And um, mm. I've, I've researched, I mean, I don't know every old player that we have, right? Because, like I say, I'm, I'm five years as an Oldham fan. But yeah. um, from looking at the Pete Clark guy, even if he's not um, even if he's not the best player on the pitch, he can rally the defence around the way he's experienced, I mean. Yeah, no, we've yeah. needed someone like him. I'm really glad he's, but, he's here. So, yeah. right, we're going to move on to the next caller. Thanks for... Thing. I'd put Stokes on the wing, but um, Stops is Stops. I'd put him in the right wing. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. I, I don't. I, not, I, I, not been great in defence, but give him a chance to run by somebody. See what he does. Yeah. Uh, we need to. We need to try something. We need there's something definitely need. Thanks right, very much, mate. Right. Cheers, Graham. Cheers. Cheers, yeah. mate. See you soon. Bye, bye. All right, Gaz. Gaz. 
Gaz, you can't. We can't You're on mute, mate. You're on mute. Oh, on mute, Gaz. Oh, you should have warned him, really, shouldn't we? Is but, he there? Man, I thought he was ready. I thought Gaz, Gaz was can you, me, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right, mate. Yeah, yeah we can. Yeah, We've man. got you. Matt, do you know that uh, shirt you've got on? Yeah. Do you remember uh, at Cascade, Mr Maloney used to point his finger on your chest if you didn't bring your kit? He's you always <laughs> you, ever chest, you ever chested a football with that shirt on and then pressed and dug in? Oh, yeah. They're, they're like bullets, aren't they? They're horrible, oh, aren't they? My God, whoever designed that kit it would be a Dudley 17 on the back and you chested it and you needed something off. <laughs> right, thanks for your call, guys. Um... Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> See you later, lads. Uh, what, what do you want to say, Gaz? Uh, lad, it go Saturday. Made the decision not to go. Um, because um, I put a tweet out saying I was going, it was horrendous, getting bladdered, um, and ended up in the doghouse. I didn't go and still ended up in it anyway, but that's another matter. Um, yeah, that's for another podcast. It is, yeah. <laughs> so, you said earlier we're going to step backwards. I think we've gone more than a step backwards on the pitch. Um, the previous callers just said um, you need a win or two to just get that bounce. Well, we had that chance against Yeovil. We got that win, went to Altingham mm-hmm. and was absolutely stunk the place out. Um, mm. You said, Matt, on the... I thought the pod was really good, by the way, uh, this week. Really enjoyed like listening to you in depth about the game. Um, you mentioned, Matt, though, on there about um, fans not just ranting, but coming up with you know an intelligent solution to where we are now. Mm. The intelligent solution is when you appoint someone for any position, you put it out to advert, you read applications and you go to interview and you appoint the best person. Mm. We've not done that. What we have done here is the exact same as what the previous regime did with Salim. It's no different. Well, it's powerful that Salim was, Salim was in, in situ, wasn't he, already in another role and David Unsworth isn't, wasn't. So there's well, so slight, slight difference. Then, isn't it? I, I mean, I don't think... I don't think it's. I think. I think it's what we've done with other managers, where we've sat some. You know, who is it? With Dino came in straight after. Was it Benid? You know, like we've had them lined up and ready in the past, haven't we? Where they yeah. just kind of one one in one out kind of situation. So I think it. But I don't so think that's particularly uncommon in football, is it? But the common denominator is we keep sacking them. Hmm. So why are we sacking them? Because we're perhaps not, you know, doing a proper recruitment when it comes to a manager. Um. I've got a friend who's quite well in with Everton um, and he sent me an article that I put on the hashtag during the week and apparently Everton's under 23 are transformed in the way they play since Unsworth left. I think the guy's talking absolute pipe. He's no interest in playing four at the back. He's always done a five at the back. He's a defender. He's very similar to Southgate. You're naturally going to set up defensively. I don't have an issue if you're getting results that way. Ronnie Moore did it, but what Ronnie Moore said, they were horrible at the same time. Yeah. The ones were struggling to get a tune out of us, then get us decent at the dark arts, get us wasting time, get us being horrible to play against. You, you can pick up points being horrible. Shez did it to an extent when he came in and rescued us. But the way it's going, he's being allowed to recruit who he needs to bring in. There's, been, there's work going on behind the scenes. That was evidenced with your chat with Darren at the weekend. But on the pitch... It is down to him to do something now. It's not happening. He had five or six of his own lads sat there and it's getting worse. There is nothing to show us there is going to be points picked up. Your agenda question was, what's realistic for the next four games? Yeah, yeah. There's, dip, there's, there's two things to that question, aren't there? It's what's realistic or what do we expect? 
Because what's realistic is 12 points, because you can pick up 12 points. What do we expect? Well, probably zero. Unless we're, coming, unless we're coming up against someone who's going to have a day worse than us, mm. we're going to struggle because we're not picking anything up when someone's having an, an half-decent day. When it's an off day, that's what we're going to have to rely on here, aren't we, at the moment? Because we just can't match anyone at what all. Do you, what do you think we'll get out of Saturday's game? Maidstone. Mm. Um, I would snap your hand off for a nil-nil, but we'll probably, just gonna, get beat, probably get beat 2 nil. It's got nil-nil written all over it, I think, to be honest with you. Like like when we went to Maidenhead, was it Maidenhead? Was it, who have we got on Saturday? Maidstone or Maidenhead? Maidstone. Maidstone. Well, when we went to You're Maidenhead... 1-1, it, it, wasn't it? Yeah. It yeah. Was, or was it 1-1? But it, it, it's, it's got that kind of thing written all over it. I mean, you say what's realistic. You look at the form that we've... We've got one win in sort of like eight or ten league games under Unsworth. So really, of the next four games, considering we've lost the last four, what's realistic is probably one win. Yeah. It, you know, in terms of form... In ter- you I know, think that's like, more hopeful than realistic. So yeah, I, th- I think I think it's down. Yeah, we're we're at the point now where we where we're we're absolutely desperate for a win. It's not about hope, realism. You know, we can do this. There's no positivity left. We're we're, we're at last chance saloon, aren't we? We're desperate for something, aren't we? But we're not at last chance saloon. But we are. We are. We we definitely I need some, to pick I think, up I think some, some fans are at that point where it's last like we're at last chance. There's nothing. We've thrown everything at it. We tried different things. We've tried different formations. We tried. Two up front, four three three, five three two, five three two. You know, a whole two holding midfielders. You know, Rex, well, psychologically, we're it, yeah, I think going into it, Christmas in the bottom four would be really bad. Yeah. We haven't we haven't won away all season, so, and we've got three away games on the bounce. So that's I mean, where 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 do we go though? Because it, I I think when I listen to him and he and he and he keeps saying it, I'll always be honest. He's not being honest. He's talking absolute pipe. He's doing the same thing Kewell did. He's come down from this level. And he's saying what he thinks you need to hear because he's insulting the fans because he, he just thinks we don't have a clue and we're just this big expectant old and athletic fan base. It's not the case. I don't think we're arrogant at all. It's not arrogant to expect us to win a few football matches. Mm. We all, the majority of us, knew this year was going to be a struggle. There was tongue-in-cheek when it was big, massive Oldham and there was this banter over Twitter over Cubs. But we knew we were going to struggle. didn't think it was going to be this bad. Genuinely, and on our... And I think the board are backing him. To be able to build the backroom staff he's built, he has got to produce something soon. He has to. How many more games would you give him? It depends on the results. Look, if we're going not, the way we're sorry. going, if we're going the way we're going at this moment, out of the last 12 games... How many more games do you think if you were if you were Frank, Frank Rothwell or Darren Rowe, how many more games would you give him? Um I would say if come mid January there is no turnaround in form, I would be I'll be sending him on his way. I said a few weeks ago I could see Jeffers being in charge for all the end of the season or someone amongst his staff. I don't think we're gonna be able to afford to pay him all off. I'd be really interesting to hear from his backroom staff. Jeffers was a, you know, for a, a short while, a prolific goal scorer at the highest level. He must be, as a striker, tearing his hair out what he's watching. Hmm. He's not telling me he's agreeing with Unsworth with this setup. I mean, I was told Saturday it was a legend 4 3 3, but the people I've spoken to have been and said, not a chance, it was 4 1 4 1. It was 4 1, and then like a. 
I don't, it was really bizarre because it was like four one, then a two, and then like a one with a wide player because Tollett kept on dropping back in, and it was just bizarre. It was it was it was really hard to keep up with, but the. You could see the defensive line in Maynard, what were going on there, but there was too many free rolls, people running around, Hope and Tollick crossing wings every 15 minutes. It was just really bizarre. And then they put Tammy Abraham again up on his own. One up front, really, at home. It was so negative. So, yeah. Lay behind uh, quick, get him out wide. Get Sheeran, absolutely nowhere near the team. He's Dylan Fade's level, but the fact oh, he's been brought oh, I'd have to disagree out. there. I think I've, I've got he's, to disagree. He's terrible. Got... He's absolutely no. terrible. He's terrible. I, he's not. Dave, I he's terrible. He is. He's gash. <laughs> he's a <laughs> central midfielder who's had to play a central defensive right back. Oh, but he's a central midfielder who's really bad with the ball. He's, he can't, he, he gives the ball away constantly. All he, I mean, all he does is smash it, really. I mean, he's, he's, I'd love to see some composure on the ball for him. I really would. He hits um, it over the top every time, even on yeah, the, just, the highlights. There were four minutes. It's just a long ball. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look composed. I mean, that's what the one thing from a midfielder. Your midfielders have got to be composed on the ball. That's the one position out of all of them, really. But um, play him in his play him in his natural position. I think you'll see a change in him. I think, but again, that's my opinion. You're, you're entitled to yours, guys. I know. I know it's difficult. No, no, we're, all, we're, we're all we're all at a point where we've edited our hands out. We just don't know what the answer is. Yeah, and it's, exactly. I, I mean, for me, the best two players I've seen take care of the ball for us this season have been Bourne and Burgess. They've they've mm. looked. I know they've only had short spells, so you can't really judge them too much. But they look comfortable with the ball and like they can play a little bit. The first game of the season, Burgess um, opened um, Dorking up twice. Um, yeah. and he was dropped the garden to follow him. But I'd, and I know he was one of Chez's lads. And he might not be the answer, but just give us something a bit more fluid to just try and get us up the pitch. We, we, we're so deep. so We need, we need the creativity. We need yeah, creativity, don't we? We do. But because the opposition know we have no threat, they're comfortable pushing up five yards. Mm. It's even harder to get out. You've watched well, the Dorking Wanderers documentary. If what he says about us in our changing room is embarrassingly true. He says they've got nothing other than a long gate. Full press, we do it all the time, get at them. Mm. <laughs> I just want to see us do something a bit more. It's ruining my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good way to... Uh, a good, a good <laughs> way to well, don't do it, anything guys. stupid or anything like that, but, uh, you know... <laughs> give, us, yeah. give us a ring tomorrow. Gaz, yeah, 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 just, just, just text us to say, yeah, call, three man. rings, yeah? Give us a call, yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, take well, it well. easy, pal. <laughs> right, we're going to bring Chris in now because I think it's the first time Chris has been in touch. So yeah. it'd be nice to get a new caller on. Hi, Chris. Chris. Oh, Chris, you've got. Will you just put your earphones in there a bit? Dodgy. Can't hear you. Is that better? Oh, there we go. Miles so better. There we go. Lovely. That's miles better. I can't hear you. Hang on a second. Yeah. This is what happens. It's all live. <laughs> it's all live. It's all live. Yeah, Let's absolutely. work with them. Yeah. I mean, imagine if this was scripted. Well, <laughs> God, it, it wouldn't it be a award. Well, it's award winning anyway, isn't it? So, hello, can you hear us, mate? Chris? Chris? Just hold your, hold your mic for them, mate. Hold your mic near your mouth. Hold your mic near your mouth, mate. Oh, he's oh, gone. gone. Right, should we... Uh, let's bring in our old... Your friend of mine. Ibi. Ibi. Evening, guys. How are you? All right. Good, mate. How are you? You okay? I'm all right. I've been waiting in the back. I know. I know. We are, I, I was the. I was the. Uh, I was the backstage area with the uh, strippers and the uh, <laughs> the crystal and the wine. Was it all good? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? 
No. Some some good points being made tonight by Paddy and uh, Gaz, and I fully yeah. agree what what with what they're both saying. But what can we say at the moment? It look, it seems like he's still got the backing of the board. Well, listen, you're the man in the know, Ibi. You've been well, talking to Frank and and Unsworth and that. What's what's going on? Yes, it's been a development. Have you got any news? I'm still I'm still waiting for my meeting with David Unsworth. I've left a few messages. But he hasn't got back to me, and Frank has been slightly busy. But I've been speaking with his uh, relative, and yeah. um, I've told them my feelings and other people's feelings. But it's down to Frank if he's willing to accept that there's been a mistake. Yeah. So- well, I mean, we were just talking there with Gaz, and 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 obviously the caller before that was uh, Graham, and he was saying that. You know, we need to have patience. We've we've got a recruitment guy here, don't we, in Steve Thompson now. So presumably David Unsworth is saying what kind of players he wants and he's going to be bringing them in. And, um, you know, we've we've got to be a bit patient, surely. Surely there's got to be some kind of turnaround at some point and and we'll have enough. Well-run clubs generally don't struggle. And so if we're a well-run club, at some point, like Gaz was saying before about things clicking, surely before the end of the season, something's going to click um, and we'll get going. What did you think of Darren Royal's uh, interview, Ibi? Uh, it was very bright and uh, I really thank you guys for doing that and I hope there's many more to come. Yeah, well, we are trying, obviously. We're trying to reach out to the clubs to get the likes of David Unsworth, Mick Rathbone other people like that, you know, to come through, you know, we're trying to get players involved as well. So hopefully with, the, with you guys supporting our pod, like you do, um, it's, it's really good that we could get this like traction going. So yeah. How I mean, many, how many games would you give, uh, give on to Phoebe? At the moment, I wouldn't give him any more games. Why? Because, uh, well, you'd, with, you'd sack with, him. Absolutely. I would, because why? Because uh, we lose, we're losing games and we're losing, points and it might affect us. Yeah, but you'd sack him. Yes, I would sack him and I would look look to appoint Gary Alexander or Peter Taylor or Russell Slade, who knows how to Russell get Slade? Yes. Russell, Sl- Russell Slade, the ex-Yorval manager. Yeah. He's oh, mate, no. Oh, come on, no. I, no I, bloody hell, I'm out of work, but I, 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 I wouldn't imply Russell Slade. I'm not out of work, but even if I wasn't... <laughs> Wouldn't imply Russell Slade. Come on, mate. You got you got to give him a bit more time. Well, giving him more time, uh, we're, we're drafting, and last season we got relegated. I don't want another relegation, sadly. All right. So, what do, what result do you think we'll get this weekend against uh, Med uh, Medstorm? Uh, Dave, I think it's going to be a boring nil nil draw, sadly. Yeah, nil nil. I'm with I'm with you on that one. I I think it's probably going to be nil nil. Because we don't have any goals in us, and I think that a clean sheet would be a step in the right direction. Um, what do you think about Peter Clark coming back, Gibby? Uh, fantastic move, but um, uh, the Warsaw manager said that it, it, it was not for football reasons, so I don't know what could be the issue, but if there is an issue, I hope it, it gets resolved for him. Yeah, that, I, I echo that sentiment. I, I Presumably, it's, it's uh, he needs Location. to be nearer to home or yeah. something like that, so... Hopefully everything's not, you know, there's nothing too serious. Yeah, um, I really, I really hope that David Unsworth comes out and 
gets us the win because we do need wins. But I'm not very happy with his uh, interviews after games. One minute he's saying we, we're going for three points and then one minute he's saying, oh, it's uh, our plan to stay in this league. And it's not good enough. Yeah, well, so other people have made that point that, you know, but... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll give us a ring on the phone in one night. and uh, Or oh, Russell Slade night. Oh, Russell Slade night, You just yeah. don't know, do you? Have you got his number, Russell yeah. Slade? No, we could get it, though. I've got not the oldest. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying Russell Slade's the best appointment, but I'm just no. giving ideas because... No, 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 yeah. I, I'm only joking, Ibi. I'm only joking. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I, you know, you know, we do... You know. <laughs> right, listen, <laughs> we're, 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 we're running out of time. We've got a few more calls to get through, so we're going to yeah. move back on to Chris. Thanks for having me on. All right, you'll be to you next week, pal. Take care, Take care. Right, let's see if we can. Uh, how we get on with Chris now? Hi guys, can you hear me? Yeah. Are you from uh, Are you from Stones Live? You are, mate. Are you? I, I am. Think? Yeah, yeah. I run. I'm the station manager. All oh, right. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. So, but I, I, well, I started. I created. We've been going actually since 2007. Wow. Um, when we were in the Ryman South League, um, which is the Isthmian South, which is um, quite a, well, probably about three or four steps down. Or five steps down, probably from where we are now. And um, yeah, so we've sort of been on the the ride with the club really um, up to the national league again. Yeah. And um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you could tell us a bit about um, uh, Medstone and tell us what you got, what we're going to expect this uh, Saturday, and uh, just tell us about your recent form and your danger, men, just for the guys, really, just for the, the listeners who are listening in, and you know, for the for the pod. for the, for, the, for those select few. Not not jobs that are making the trip down on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I was interesting to hear um, you guys talking about you know not having any creative players in, in midfield because that's um, one thing I've been banging on about for the last few weeks uh, with Maidstone as well. Um, we seem to have um, we, we could do with another striker, I think, as well. To be honest, um, our main striker Jack Barham is he's quite short. And I think in this league, he's come against much taller uh, yeah. defenders. Um, so some he's giants, pretty, isn't there? But he's some quite quick. Yeah. yeah, he is quite quick, but but he's um, he, he is a bit short. So, we, you know, if you're crossing it in or doing a long ball game, he's, he's not going to be beating people. For he does jump quite high, but not quite high enough in this league, I think. Um, earlier on in the season, we had... Um, the defensive performance was quite woeful. I mean, we had a really good start um, start to the season. The first three games, I think, we ended up, we were like sixth or seventh position um, after the first three or four games. But then um, I think the last, we won on Saturday, as you're probably aware, but before our previous win before that was August Bank Holiday Monday. So, you know, um, with some 13 games without, without, a, without a win, we've had about three draws in that time. But um, um, yeah, so danger men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you tell me. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think. Um, well, we got a bit of experience in the side. You know, Rory Deacon is um, one of our strikers. He was at uh, Stevenage, and I'm sure you've probably come across him before in the EFL. Um, he's been around a bit, um, so he's and he scored a worldie on. Uh, you might have. I don't know if you've seen the video on on Saturday. Um, which was um, um, a great result for us, um, but uh, and uh, we got um, James Alabi as well, who's joined us from Bromley in the close season. So he's um, he's a quite a big forward who can hold the ball up, and um, but 
Hakan Hayretin, our manager, seems to be using him as more as a, more of a um, impact it, player at the moment, bringing him on as a sub, sort of halfway through the. Is that the guy you saw with John, John Still a lot? It's the guy who was like, that's John right, Still, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was John Still's assistant quite a few, and he, he was with him at Luton when they got promoted. Yeah, and when they got to the playoff final as well, he, he was um, he was with him there uh, with Luton. But he's he's um, yeah. In fact, he came to Maidstone with John Still a couple of seasons ago, um, right. and then at the beginning of last season, John Still sort of hung up his boots again, and <laughs> um, left Hakan to sort of run the side on his own. And of course, he got promoted. Um, sorry, did, did, yeah, he got promoted did, first time of asking. So, um, what, 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 really what, sort of, what sort of system does he play? Is it what sort of formation do you sort of set, set up as? Yes, that's a that's a good one. Um, <laughs> It does vary um, from it's, I, it seems to uh, uh, the yeah back usually a back four I would say um, and yeah he's probably got um, the what happened was on I think one of the games he had sort of like one up front and two mm. coming through from midfield right. to support but then I think um, a couple of games ago we had two up front so. It does vary, um, and he, I think I think out of desperation to get points, he's probably been sort of trying all sorts of different combinations mm, um, yeah. to try and see what's going to work. And luckily, certainly the last, certainly the last game, um, and uh, two apart from the one before that, but the two before that were draws. And uh, I think we're seeing a little bit of um, consistency now. You know, is um, certainly the back is looking more solid. We've got. One of our players has come back, um, uh, Fowler. He, he's um, he's quite useful at the back, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, and we've also um, yeah got got some um, useful players at the moment who minus, are sorry, look, mate, minus twenty goal difference though, and you've you've let in forty two. <laughs> so this is the yeah. most. And I mean, I thought we I know. thought we we were, we've let twenty seven in, which is yeah. poor. Yeah. But um, I mean, that's like we, you've we, let a lot in. So, like, really, we, you know, we desperately need a win, and obviously, to beat you, we'd go above you in the league. So, we need to, yeah. we need to throw everything at you, don't we, on Saturday and have, yeah. have a go? Yeah, quite, I mean, having, quite, Ill, having... quite, quite ill-disciplined as well, aren't you? You've got a lot of red cards this season as well. You've got a bit of a uh, bit of bite. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit of that. I mean, to be fair, um, we have played the top sides away a lot. So we play Wrexham away. We play Notts County away already. Um, well, four so, red cards you know, this season, though it's quite a lot, isn't it? You know, four, sixteen yeah. games and four, four of them you've had players sent off. So yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah. So, I'm, I'm sure I can sort of on on that and sort of um, telling telling them you know what they've got to do. But yeah, do you do, you, do, you do the match commentary then? There, uh, well, we do. Yeah, we've got a t- there's a team of us. There's about eight of us that do right. um, commentaries home and away. And is it um, live so on we'll be... live on Twitter as well? If anyone wants to get it on there, it's not it's not partisan and biased, is it? Because I, I might try no, it's listen. not. No, we <laughs> we try and be as professional as we can be, and and as and as you know, obviously we have a, a Maystone slant, but you know we're we're fair we're fair in our commentary. You know, if we think no. they're not playing well, and we if we think the opposition are playing exceptionally well, we'll say so. You know. Yeah, um, hopefully you'll be saying that about us on Saturday, but nothing suggests that you will be doing. Danny, though, he he does he thinks we're going to go in a four-two-four formation and win four-nil on Saturday. But I'm presuming he's he's been at the minibar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what what's good? Yeah. Do you think it'll be Chris? 
Um, interesting one. I don't think it will be goalless. I think there will be goals. Um, and um, I don't know. Um, having heard what you lot talking tonight, um, I'm quite, quite confident now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so um, I'll, I'll go for a 2-0 winter Maidstone. How about that? Oh, Although, um, my... Um, you know, my my uh, my betting hasn't been too good lately. So, <laughs> well, put, put a bet on that, and hope I hope it don't come in for the life of me. But uh, yeah, it's so it's so hard to predict, though, isn't it? I mean, that's the thing. Betting on football is 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 very very difficult. Especially it is, when you're yeah. trying to pick specific results. I mean, yeah, anything anything could happen on Saturday. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously you'll be yeah. open to stay out of the bottom four, and, and we'll be open to get out of the bottom four. Uh, and yeah. it's you know, I mean, what would you would you consider just staying in the division a, a, a good season? Um, yeah, from, absolutely. That that was always that was always going to be the goal. The manager's been quite open about that. You know, yeah. it was just consolidation of the promotion, really, mm. and um, you know, not even getting in the playoffs. You know, just what? just staying in the league. What do you make of York sacking uh, their manager this week? Because they, they yeah. you know, they've come up as well, and they're they're within six points of the playoffs, and they've sacked him. It seems like an odd one. Yeah, because you know, you've well, got a very similar kind of, you know, you, I mean, obviously York probably got bigger expectations than than Mason yeah. now, but still, I mean, first season in the division. Yeah, the, I mean, for, as far as Mason is concerned, I mean, you know, I think the owners are um, um, playing it cautiously because. Um, they did that before when we got promoted before a few seasons ago. Um, yeah. They sacked Jay Saunders after only a few weeks, and um, then they got in Harry Wheeler, who was an absolute disaster, really, and almost we well, did lead us to relegation um, ultimately yeah. um, in the end. Well, no, we, we, I mean we survived, but you know it, it was um, it was pretty um, pretty dire. So we've. Um, uh, this time, I think they're they're giving Hakan a bit more time. I mean, he's he's won the league with us, the league below. But there is an, an immense gulf between the um, national south and the, and the national national. Um, and and um, you, do, you, do you play on the plastic pitch? We Chris? do, yeah, three G, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 But we were yeah. one of the pioneers of it, and. Uh, well, I was... don't think you were. We, I think we were the pioneers. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. Oh, well, yeah. I think, well, so I you think, had, yeah. You had, you had AstroTurf, though, didn't you? Yeah, we did indeed. Yeah. The real, the hard northern plastic, <laughs> not this 3G yeah. nonsense. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, funny because well, when, when our owners were talking about getting 3G, I went and uh, I wanted to get an interview with someone that knows about 3G pitches. So I went to this company that installed it and I said, What's the difference between AstroTurf pitch and a 3G pitch? And he said, Well, if you roll a ball down a plank onto, uh, onto a 3G pitch, you'll find it rolls for about, you know, could roll for 10, 15 yards, and then it'll stop. If you roll it onto an AstroTurf pitch, it, it won't stop that it hits the fence <laughs> on the other side of the field. Exactly. Which is probably yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, last time we were played on one of those, it was at Bromley. We got absolutely murdered 3-0. So um, I don't know if, if, if the pitch will have anything to do with it or not on Saturday. But listen, thanks for getting in touch, Chris. Do you want to plug your... Uh, Podcast, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if anyone wants to listen, it's free and you tune in. We're actually on the Tune In Radio app, and all you've got to look for is search for Stones Live. And uh, we're on air from 2 40. We're actually on air now, we're, we're 24 hours, and we've got music shows and stuff as well. But um, our, our, um, uh, our commentary coverage starts at 2 40 on, on Saturday. And, and the website, if you want to tune in from the website, it's stoneslive.com. 
I know that I know that fans sometimes like to get the uh, the the other team's perspective when they're listening. Uh, so I'm sure I'm sure some of our guys will tune in. Sure, so yeah. thanks a lot, thanks a lot, Chris. All the best, pal. Nice and uh, we'll talk to you again when we. Uh, and I hope you lose on Saturday. Yeah, hope you lose <laughs> yeah same to you. <laughs> Heavily. <laughs> Take care, mate. See yeah. you now. Right, very patiently. Hello, my friend Terry. How are you doing, mate? I'm all good. All good. 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 Your last caller. Of the, last caller of the year. Yeah. Just sent a search party out for Gaz to check he's not a, a plum mob and you uh, out. God. Yeah, well, let's hope not. Well, no, no, let's hope not, in, in seriousness. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Sorry. No, he's all right, Gaz. Don't worry. Um, yeah. I, th- I genuinely think we'll get relegated this year. I think we're, go- I think we're going down. Ooh. I know it's a tough call, but one win in 10, if you give him other 10 games, that'll be two wins in 20 going off current form. That's the bottom of the league tackle. Absolutely. You can't argue with that. But that's assuming that, you know, things don't pick up. So, well, yeah, really I, I mean, you need to pick up. I hope I'm so not do you, the do most you... part of day saver down to uh, Curzon Ashton anyway. I know. It's, it's, it, you, it's, you laugh, but it, it could be potentially. It's a real possibility, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. A distinct possibility. But so you you're in agreement with Ibby then? So you're on the, you're in the camp Ibby uh, for I'm, sa- I, know, I, I wouldn't sack him. That's the thing. You know, we've given him three years. He needs he does need time. Sacking managers like we have been doing has not got us anywhere. So d- doing it again is still. I don't think it's the answer. Uh, his interviews are always positive after the game. You know, and well, I don't know if if I believe what Gaz says about talking pipe. But um, he, you've got, I think we've just got to stick with him. Um, if we go down, then so be it. But it's a tough one, really, isn't it? Because it's a catch-22. Sack him and where do you go? Or don't sack him and carry on in the same sort of form we've been in. And it is relegation form. But, you know, like I said, it's catch-22. You're in a no-win situation, really. Yeah, I, no. I, I don't think that... You can put all the work in and, and, and build up the team that, you, that you're building around the, around the manager and then not give him an opportunity for that to, to, to start working. and Because you know, yeah. otherwise, I mean, then you've, you've got to start again. Because generally, back, like, who was it who made the point before about, the, was it Paddy? Or, or, or about swapping the, the or Gaz? No, it was Graham, wasn't it? Graham. About sacking the whole backroom staff and how that oh, would oh, yeah, be. Yeah. So, it was, so it was Gaz, yeah, that, Gaz wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. Gaz, you know, yeah. There are a lot of these things that people, you know, that we need to think about when we're, we're in, when we're thinking about these things because it's not just as straightforward as oh, Saxon and bring somebody else in. It's you know, they're, yeah. They're, and we and we mourn when Sheridan had just had Tommy Wright saying he didn't have the support, he didn't have the yeah. infrastructure. Now yeah. he's brought an analyst in, he's brought a psychologist, physio, Mick Rathbone in. Yeah. He's brought in Jeffries, he's brought John Eberlin. So if of goals, they're all going. So you have yeah. to be starting again yeah. and again and again, and, again. Exactly. and the, the circle is just ever yeah. vicious and ever. So. If we go down, we go down. If we don't, it's a positive. If we win on Saturday, all will be forgotten. I think we have to stick with him no matter what. Even if we go down, stick with him mm. um, and just and just let it just pan out because he says the right things. And it, off the pitch, we're doing everything right. It's just yeah. the, 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 the results on the pitch at the minute just aren't matching what we're doing off, off the field. But... I think he needs a chance. Like I said, I don't think sacking managers either and everywhere is. It has to end somewhere. It has to stop. 
Yeah, yeah and it can't, it can't, it can't, it can't stop at Russell Slade. I still can't. Get over that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, but it's just like, yeah. Uh, no, well, so. anyway, you know, he was trying, no, trying to find no, some. No, no, I'm you know, being facetious. I'm being sorry. Critical I'm of, sorry. On, yeah, but I mean, but it, it does bring up a, a, a. You can't a good keep point up with round though, no, can you? But can't. it's like, who, no. do you, who do you bring? Who do you bring in at this level? There are journeymen managers like yeah. Russell Slade. You know, the, or you, or you take. You look at somebody's credentials who's new to the game, mm. or not new to the game, but new to man- first team management, and you give them a go, and that's what that's what they've We've gone done, with yeah. with Unsworth. So, you know, give it uh, chance till the end of the season. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Give us your score prediction for Saturday before we finish the show, mate. I think we get beat two 0 Oh, geez, same as Chris. Yeah, I think we get beat. Yeah. Oh my god! I'll take a point. I'll take a point. Yeah, I think. What you what you have in mind? Well, we need to win. I'm just looking at how many goals they've they've let in. 42 goals. Um, they've won one in the last five. Same as us. We've got a goal there on Saturday, and we've got to have a goal. We've got to throw. You know, it's a plastic pitch. So, yeah. what score that? I don't know what score it's going to be. We're going to win, though. We're going to win. Gonna I'd win. rather get beat four three than lose one nil. Yeah. I'm going to go for 2-1 to Latte. Uh I'm going to go for a 1-0 last-minute winner from us. Mm. Our luck's got to change sometime, hasn't it? Peter Clark. Let's hope so. Oh, Peter Clark, Eddie. That, that sounds nice, that sounds it? nice, yeah. Right, thanks for getting in touch, mate. Cheers, pal. Cheers. See you again. See you later. Bye-bye. You know what we've not done this week, don't you? Well. We forgot to do the Wheel of Wonder. It doesn't matter. It's it doesn't fine. Matter, does it? it doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter because we're finishing now. So, <laughs> well, tough, know. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, thanks for getting in touch. It's great when there's lots of callers to get through like that. We've nearly re- we've nearly uh, had an hour. It was an hour because you know it flies by when there's callers, doesn't it? So yeah. uh, we really appreciate you getting in touch, everybody. Each and every one of you, uh, and thanks to Chris from uh, Maidstone just yeah, coming on. So yeah. if you're going down there on Saturday, then fair play to you. Um, because uh, I'm not. You tried to tempt me into it, didn't you? But I'm going watching the rugby at oh, Twickenham. Yeah. Oh so no, that was uh, Solly. All you trying with to all my Tory mates. Yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? Huh? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Wearing the uh, blue flower, but they're they're all like yeah, they they all go to Eton, did they, and things like that? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's a uh, yeah, yeah. So they all do they all pick on you? The Eton rifles, we call yeah, ourselves. Yeah, uh, no, I'm always joking. Okay, well, have a lovely time. <laughs> oh, well, uh, and yeah, so if you're going down, fair play to you. Get behind the lads, and uh, let's hope that we can. Uh, we can get something. Don't forget, this will be out as a podcast. Yeah, if you've watched it, you're not going to want to listen to it again, but it will be out as a podcast on Friday at 7 o'clock. And on Monday, we'll be looking at the Maidstone game. Uh, Andy's going to be there because it's a down south fixture. He's going to go and watch it. And uh, we'll be playing the second part of the Darren Royal interview, um, which I'll look forward to hearing your thoughts on after that. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching on YouTube. Please leave us a review if you're watching on Facebook and review us on, on the Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that. And on Sunday, you're going to do a raffle or a draw for the subscriber of the week to win a of yes. the week of the month of the month. Surprise, yeah, we month. are yes, we are gonna we, we need to do that with the show. Well rehearsed yes, that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, well done. Thanks for yeah. that. Right, cheers for watching, everybody. Thanks very much indeed. And uh, let's hope that next week's phoning we have something positive to talk about for a change. Sayonara.
The Lattice Football Phone-In is hosted and produced weekly by Matt Dean and Dave Bradley for QPod Productions. Please follow and interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at OAFC Podcast and subscribe to youtube.com forward slash the Boundary Park Alert System. The Lattice Football Phone-In is released as a podcast every Friday morning at 7am and follows the Boundary Park Alert System podcast every Monday morning also at 7am. A huge thank you goes to those people who already subscribe and support the podcast. We appreciate you all and if you'd like to help us out please visit oafcpodcast.co.uk and click support or find the link in the podcast show notes it's only 2 99 per month and we'll draw a subscriber at random every month to win an Oldham Athletic shirt of your choice a special mention must go to Lee's Field Development for providing the prizes on the Wheel of Wonder if you're interested in sponsoring the show please get in touch the title music for the show is by Manchester DJ and producer Starion and for more information visit bandcamp.com forward slash red laser records thanks for watching or listening and we'll see you next time